Well, it's safe to say we probably never met. Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life, soaking wet. But do not fret, chin up, my friend. A little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget. So if you understand, let me see those hands, 'cause everybody needs a little hope. Welcome to Hope, the program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to our radio show, Hope, from downtown Corinth, Mississippi. And Tommy, our fearless uh, MC, is uh, uh, loitering uh, in other cities, and uh, so he's not with us this morning. And uh, uh, although he may be listening, and uh, if you are, Tommy, howdy. And uh, we will try to uh, make sure that we uh, abuse you properly. And, and, uh, but we're glad uh, that you're here this morning. Uh, this is a weekly radio show uh, where we talk about the hope that is found in our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and we apply that hope uh, to all of the troubles uh, that... Uh, we seem to find ourselves in as ones who have fallen with our grandpa Adam and uh, want to continue in his ways somehow. We somehow we think that he might there was something good about the old rascal, but um, the Lord Jesus has come as the last Adam to show us there's another way, and uh, there's hope in Him, and that's what our show's about. And and uh, so Wesley, we have uh, we have a couple of our couple special guests today you want to introduce them yeah bobby it's uh it's great to be with everybody this morning we are missing tommy but he's uh he's getting prepared to go out of town we got a big weekend this weekend it is living free nationals uh yearly retreat so we're going to go to chattanooga and get together with a a bunch of other folks who do the similar ministry that we do at living free here and uh oftentimes they use what we do here in corinth as a model to uh help expose living free uh national even globally living free is not just a current driven ministry we have our own local version but it's everywhere bobby and so we're gonna get out of town and do that i think tommy's getting ready to head out today so y'all be praying for us as we travel this week but we're excited to see what the lord has in store i think they're bringing out some new material and stuff like that yeah let me say one more thing about living free for those of you guys who aren't familiar with it especially uh talking to local church pastors and and of course if you've been around the neighborhood tommy's already twisted your arm on this matter but but um (laughs) Living Free uh, got founded a uh, writing curriculum for Teen Challenges uh, for a guy named David Wilkerson. If you've ever heard of the Crossing Switchblade or Run Baby Run, those were his two famous books. Uh-huh. And he was a guy who took guys out of the gangs in New York and, and uh, got them into residential mm-hmm. centers and really showed them the... Uh, Living Free came along out of that ministry to write curriculum and to support residential centers, uh, and which are called Teen Challenges. And but uh, they began to develop a really uh, unique little thing that we've picked up on here in Corinth, and that is to say, well, you don't always have to have a residential center. You know, eighty-two uh, percent of the guys that get sober will get sober without going to a reb- residential yeah. center, mm-hmm. and so they said, "Well, why don't we uh, make some curriculum that the church can use, or standalone ministries like uh, Tommy's ministry called Living Free, and so that the community, the faith-based community, can be a support to people who are in recovery." And so. They're a worldwide organization that develops uh, curriculum uh, and encourages the church uh, and ministries like uh, Tommy's to provide non-residential care for people who are struggling with life-controlling issues uh, and also uh, to provide curriculum for residential centers. Well, that's it, Bobby. We use the uh, curriculum of Living Free specifically in our community as a uh, small group driven curriculum where we get together in small groups and you know it's kind of a safe place for people to share to get together and uh, identify with other people that are struggling and believers it's it's written through a set of christ-centered eyes and so that's what we use it's real relative to us because of the uh, freedom center 
you know, our guys are very heavily involved in Living Free. Living Free's been in the community here 20 years. And uh, our, our Freedom Center guys get to be involved with the Living Free family each and every week. So it's uh, really unmeasurable how important Living Free here in Corinth is to what we do at the Freedom Center. So I'm thankful for my Living Free family. And so I'm excited this week just to kind of grow in this new curriculum they're about to expose us to. And I can't wait to bring it back. But um, as you said, it... It got founded and brought out as a uh, kind of a church-driven ministry, and we're one of the local, one of the only standalone, standalone off-campus type yeah. thing. We have our own campus, so uh, you know, and that's only by way of the local community supporting us. Yeah. So we want to say thank you for that. We could not do what we do without the support of the local community. And one it's of the unique things that Living Free's done and Crosswind uh, and uh, Brother Gary mm. uh, is uh, is we've uh, prov- created ministries that the whole church can be involved in. Amen. Like the whole church can help the homeless, for instance, through Crosswind. Mm-hmm. The whole church can support biblical counseling through Crosswind. The whole church can support recovery uh, and uh, through Living Free. The whole church can support uh, children who are, uh, you know, need support through uh, Gary's ministry, for instance. And so we love that. You know, if it, sometimes if you're in big towns where like mega churches they'll have their own you know they've got their own plethora of mm-hmm. ministries you know it's like kind of don't need anybody but out in the rural community we all need each other mm-hmm. and uh, we can't do standalone men we can't a lot of churches local churches a small local church couldn't support a ministry you know or, or sustain a ministry that's like crosswind or living free or what brother gary does and so what happens is is that uh, this gives an opportunity for the whole church to really partner and you guys are the superstars at doing that and keeping us all floating we love it yeah that's it bobby you said uh or i said earlier a safe environment and that that's what's created when you're at a neutral site i know coming out of my addiction I wasn't real gung-ho about just blowing open some church doors just because I didn't know if I would be welcomed, accepted. You know, you get this jaded perception of who you've been over the course of your life and you're afraid people's going to really just not accept you. And that's uh, that's one of the things that we see there at Living Free. People come in of all walks of life and they feel accepted. And uh, and hopefully that starts their journey into getting back involved with the local church. Yeah, you know, sometimes super. they've been outside of the body there. And that's, well said, well said. And, Introduce our guest. Yeah, let's uh, let's get started here. We're, we have a special show today because we have uh, two of our guys that will be graduating the Freedom Center next Thursday. And uh, we we joked about it yesterday talking, but today is the Jake and Bubba show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, guys. Say nice. say what's up. Nice to be here. You know how you doing. Mama always told me I had a face for radio, so, uh, you know. Well, she hit the nail on the head with that one, Bubba. Glad to be here. Um, No, we've got two guys that's been with us for 11 weeks. Uh, We're going to have Rodney Williams of Club Meth to Christ on the show next week, so we wasn't going to be able to do it next week, so we wanted to push them up a week and let them uh, get on the air here and just tell how good the Lord's been, tell about the journey, and... uh, just see uh, see what's next in their life. So that's what our show's going to be about today. The next uh, three segments, that we'll cover that. Uh, we're going to go to break in just a minute. Before we do, I want to touch on all of our sponsors. We couldn't do what we do without our sponsors. And uh, we've had faithful sponsors since the beginning, Bobby. And, and we, uh, we're, we're just super thankful for that. We have uh, Living Free Ministries. Nick Bain's Law Office, for all your legal needs, see Nick and his folks over there to do a great job in the courts. Uh, Wilco Real Estate Group, Maria, Olivia, her team, uh, Alex, they do a great job for all your buying and selling needs. Daniel Author and the local Subways, get over there and get you a flatbread. It'll, uh, it'll fill you up and it's, it's pretty healthy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, Atisha Mingo, Crosswind Ministries, Hudson Window Solutions, Perry and his crew have came on as a sponsor in the last six months, and we're thankful for their support. Um, and Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet. Those are our sponsors, guys. Uh, if you if you happen to be around their place today, tell them you heard about them on Super Talk. We'll be right back.
Hi, it's Tommy Wilson, Living Free Ministries here in Corinth, Mississippi. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. At Living Free Ministries, we want to help you to understand how to renew your mind through a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to take you out of addiction and take you into peace, promise, and joy. Only Jesus Christ can do that. Check us out, livingfreecorinth.com. Wilco Real Estate Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. You can also email us at info at wilcocorinth.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorinth.com. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson here at Car and Mattress Furniture Outlet right here on Highway 72. Man, it's a great time of the year. Fall is up on us. College football has started, so let me help you fall into a new recliner with $100 off of it today. We also have the largest selection of mattresses in North Mississippi. Come on by and let me save you money on it. We also have delivery and financing options available. And folks, don't forget, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Bain Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back, everybody. We uh, have just introduced you to a couple of our guys uh, who've been working uh, in the program. They came to us different, you know. They came to us with kind of uh, different stuff going on, and and uh, we're going to let them uh, tell their own story about that. But one of the things that's been uh, really fun is, is that when Jake came to us, you know, God had already really been doing a big work in his life, and and uh, and uh, he'll tell you about that. But when uh, Bubba came, uh, man, he was a mess, and um, he really had to be kind of pried out of a house that he had uh, stayed in for a year and hadn't looked at, hadn't seen the sunlight, and he was really, really a mess. Man, God has so changed him. Uh, both and they're such a contribution to us and yeah. we love them uh and so uh bubba why don't you tell us you know uh i'm using your uh your nickname you can tell everybody your real name but but um i think it's ricky or something like that it's ricky. Yeah. even though i kind of like to call you bubba but um but uh d- let us know man uh, what brought you to the freedom center well you know i'm from wheeler um uh, when i went to um Got a job working at a Plum Rose in Boonville, and uh, that's when I first got addicted to drugs, started on drugs. My mother had given them to me, you know, because I was getting bad depressed there, and I just, I wanted to quit so bad, and uh, she handed me my first pill, told me, you know, take this, it'll make you feel better, and she wasn't wrong, it did, and, you know, that's what kind of led me, and, you know, I think I made the comment to you the other day, you know, I didn't find cocaine. Cocaine found me. You know, that was actually true. You know, yeah. um, pain pills weren't working for me anymore. I needed something to get me up and going. And a uh, guy brought out a dollar bill full of powder, and that's how I got started on it. And cocaine was what really got to me. And I was, what, 180 pounds before I got on it. In about two months, I stood on the scale. I was 115 pounds 
Like I said, if I could have broke that, if I could have picked that scale up, I'd have probably broke it. And, but and how tall are you? What about six one? Yeah. So it, uh, so like if I'm 115 pounds, that's something. But when a six one guy is, uh, that's pretty that's pretty Ethiopian. <laughs> Not to pick on you Ethiopians, but I'm talking about the pictures that we've seen in National yeah, Geographic. I, I was weak. <laughs> I could I couldn't hardly lift anything. I was weak. I couldn't get out of bed. You know, I was blacking out a lot, and you know, but. When I got done with that, you know, you would think, you know, it scared me enough to get off of everything, but I just switched right from cocaine to heroin. And, you know, if I can tell you a little story about heroin and how bad it was on me, me and my mother went to our drug dealer, and my sister and brother-in-law went in another car, went to the same people, same person. And uh, I, we driving down the road and i hit a little bit of it and i told my mom i said well i think i might have done too much and i passed out and i wake up her beating on my chest her she was on the phone crying i was like what are you doing she uh, my sister had passed out too but they had to call the ambulance on her and um when i got home that day i hit more of it and i passed out again but i'd fell and hit my nose on my counter and you know it still didn't stop me though you know i kept going and yeah, so uh, so in case y'all are uh, wondering what you're hearing, addiction doesn't really care how bad it gets, uh, because uh, the way the scripture describes it, it's a it's a bondage, it's chains, uh, and our enemy has you locked in them, and he's not letting you go. Uh, he came to kill and to steal and to destroy. And um, he's a roaring lion, and he wants to devour people. Uh, and uh, so he doesn't really care uh, how bad it gets. He's going to keep you coming back to the, to the fountain of, uh, of dying water instead of the fountain of living water. And um, so, uh, well, that's what got you to us. Uh, somehow you uh, uh, ended up uh, uh, in a place where you needed some help. And, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and so... Uh, What's Living Free been like for you? I mean, been, what's uh, Freedom Center been like for you? It's been great, man. I love it. You know, staying in my house and everything, away from people, getting depressed and everything, you know, just wanting to end it all. But, you know, when I come here, you know, it took a couple of days to get used to it. But, you know, being in here with all the guys, man, I love them all. You know, they brought me out of it. You know, they might not think they have, but, man, they have been everything to me. And then getting into the Bible, and it's it's brighten me up a lot you know i walk around you know joking around and stuff a lot more you know smiling a lot more it's been awesome for me well if you don't mind me uh saying this part of your story do you mind me telling a little bit of and and um back even back from the time you were a boy though you were you really didn't feel like you fit anywhere yeah. and uh, you'd even be have anxiety attacks when you'd walk down the school yeah hallway and and so that caused you to isolate and and uh, really just feel like that you know i'm a didn't belong yeah yeah i don't belong and then so when drugs came along it's like whoa well <laughs> i still don't belong but this feels better than it used to <laughs> and so um but god's been showing you what about all that that don't need it that he is the way yeah, you know, and that you belong. Yeah, I you know, and ultimately the reason why there's hope in Jesus is the first person that I belong to is not to others, it's to Him, mm-hmm. and He bought and paid for me, and so all of a sudden I have a new sense of belonging that I have a somebody that died for me and that loves me and that ain't going nowhere, and and then I can look at my neighbor and say, well, you know, if he don't. If he doesn't like me, well, that's okay. I got I got the one who who bought me that likes me, you know, and I belong to him. And so, uh, and one of the things that uh, we uh, say about you is you've really like bloomed, man. You know, you came from this guy who was afraid of your own shadow to this guy who is really, really a wonderful friend and uh, you know, really lovable. And and uh, we really love you. Every one of y'all been so big of a help, man. You know. Freedom Center, I, I don't know where I'd be without it right now. Well, well, Bubba, one of the things that probably stands out to me in, in your story that I identify with myself, you, you grew up over there at Wheeler, and you went to school at Wheeler, and you said you played ball. Mm-hmm. So you found your identity as a young person in playing sports and having that community around you that was driven by your, you know, your school family, not only just your family, but the community that was in playing sports and associated with that. So 
I get that because I found my value and my identity and who I was on the ball field, and that's where I had found my worth. And you know, and oftentimes we come out of high school, and that's we'd kind of started getting off on the wrong path, starting to dabble in drugs. But we uh, we take the sports away and that identity that we had found, and then we don't know who we are, and we don't know what we're going to do, and we're left feeling empty and and void. You know, so we start looking to the next thing we already had that relationship with, and that was drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we start to really just dive into that, and and it numbs us and takes us away from the truth. And that's what I heard in your in your story about uh, the going to the drug dealer and just wanting more and more of the drugs. Is you know we get this such a uh, diseased. I don't want to use the word disease. Just such a degenerate mindset, so backwards way of thinking that it's like, oh, this almost killed me. I don't want to get away from it. I want more. Mm-hmm. And that. I mean, well, I, it becomes a God that I'm willing to sacrifice my own life to. Well, well that's it. And, it? And, um, and, and I really am doing it every day. I'm sacrificing my livelihood. I'm sacrificing my peace of mind. I'm sacrificing everything mm-hmm. to this God who makes me feel good for about four hours. Well, well and then we've seen, you know, we've seen Bubba come in, Bobby, and he was feeble and kind of hesitant at first, didn't really trust, wasn't trusting him much because he had isolated so much and kind of gotten in his own head and was staying away from everything, everybody, with the hopes of, you know, getting away from stuff. And that's one thing you can't do. You can't run from your problems. You can't just get back and hide. And, and we, we took our arms and we put them around him and we said, man, you can be part of what we got going on. We're going, you can come with us. I remember the first day, first week anyway that he got there, we wound up going on the boat that week. And man, Bubba was so weak, he really couldn't even hard. I don't know that he could swim, he was so weak, because he couldn't hold himself up. But we took him out there, and we just loved on him, man. We tried to encourage him. He was feeling bad coming off the drugs, and I started to see a smile, and I could tell he was wanting to get out there and get in the water, but he felt so bad he couldn't, and he was just looking forward to the next time. But I think it was those early days right there when he kind of started to trust what it was we were doing and that we were we had his best, mm-hmm. his best at heart, really, and... Uh, so we started to trust Bubby, you said you said that you shared something with one of your uh, colleagues, a guy named Matt, when you first got here. And um, tell us what that was. Tell us how bad off you were in your own heart and mind. Well, he asked me when I first got there. He said, you know, where's your mind at? You know, how do you feel right now? I was like, man, you know, I said, I'm not going to make promises. But when I get out of here, you know, I just want to finish the program. When I get out of here, I still might wind up, you know, into my own life, killing myself. And he said, man, we, you know, we're going to get you out of that. And, Amen. you know, sitting in there talking to him and everything. And I can see a difference now. I don't I don't think like that anymore. You know, it's just a Yeah, and feeling, so, a like, you know, there's a lot of times where I get down so low that I actually think that death would be better than that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it, it's not like I'm that I'm suicidal from the perspective of, you know, I've got a plan or anything. It's just that I'm so low, I'm pretty sure that death is better and and by the way listen some of you listening to us today might think you know you know this death would be better than what i'm going through right now so i and, told and 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 it really is the case yet god talks a lot about this he says when you're with me it's life and peace when you're not with me, it is living death. Mm-hmm. It's living death, and that's what he was feeling when he was first here, Bob. So I told Jake this one day, man, and we're talking, and I said, uh, man, I said, before I got here, I was on a, that path, and path just completely stopped, man. There was a brick wall right in front of me, you know. I couldn't get around it. So, so I thought the only way was, you know, end it all. So, but, you know, since I've been in the Freedom Center, man, that wall has been kicked down, and the path has been lit up like las vegas strip never sign man it just says jesus you know yeah. walk this way and i've been walking that way and it yeah. feels a lot better he is the person who lights the path and he is the path that he lights mm-hmm. so wesley take us to break and uh we'll we'll uh, talk to jake on the round on the other side of the corner yeah guys we're going to go to break but before we do i want to give you our phone number maybe during the break you want to qu- text us a question for uh jake or bubba uh, maybe just a, a word of encouragement. I'm going to give you a phone number you can text us. Text line only, 731-926-0836. That's 926-0836. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. 
This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help do y'all provide? Well, Crosswind is set up to be a highly diverse, one-stop shop of sorts for people who are troubled or are in trouble. Because of the many relationships we have cultivated over the last 16 years, I like to think we're equipped to either serve most needs directly or indirectly, and we do not discriminate. So, Just a few things that we do at Crosswind is we transition and secure families from homelessness into permanent housing. We conduct two Tutoring in after-school programs, we provide no-cost biblical counseling to hurting families and individuals through the Crosswind Biblical Counseling Center that we just established. We have the opportunity to feed hundreds of hungry residents through our mobile and stationary meal programs. We mentor and equip new and expectant mothers through our partnership with One by One Ministries and the Oasis Medical Center, and host weekly clothing drives for neighbors in need of seasonal apparel. And these are just a few things that we do and we we try not to limit ourselves and instead just answer the need as it comes in the door or calls us on the phone. So if you are in need of help, please call us or come see us at Crosswind on 703 Tate Street. We're here to help. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back to our show, Hope. And you just heard uh, how uh, a man can uh, have no hope, can cannot see any light at the end of any tubble, tunnel. The only thing he sees is a big old brick wall. And that suddenly the hope of the world comes and knocks the wall down and lights away for him. And uh, so thank you, Bob, for sharing your story. Yeah, uh, Bobby, when, when Bubba was sharing, I just thought about pulling up some scripture that kind of supports the journey that Bubba's been on and, and the hope that he's talking about that brick wall he had ran into. And now that the brick wall is no longer there, he's found his way not around it, but over it. He's overcome it by the blood of Jesus. But I wanted to share a verse here because this, this is our hope and this is where we find hope. And it's an Old Testament verse, Isaiah verse 40, it says, or Isaiah 40 verse 31. It says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Man, yeah, we've awesome. seen that. We've seen that play out That's in Bubba's it. life. And, oh, That's man, it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, comes in here just tired and weary, mm. uh, and uh, lights out. And uh, Jesus turned the lights back on. So wonderful. Well, Jake, you didn't come to us exactly like Bubba. You came uh, and uh, a lot different. So why don't you tell us your story? Uh, my name's Jake Pig. I'm from Coleman, Alabama. I'm 41 years old. Um, I was, uh, I had lost everything. I was a transient um, in Corinth, Mississippi. I hadn't been here very long and uh, found myself in the correctional facility. Um, I got charged with uh, manufacturing methamphetamine charge. And, so uh, another way that we say that is, I was manufacturing methamphetamine yeah. and got caught. Yeah, <laughs> and got caught. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bobby. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, I found myself in a correctional facility, and I mean, I'm. You want to talk about hope? Uh, there was no hope whatsoever. Um, I've been a career criminal for some years, and I've got a record. 
and I had some charges in another state uh, that all came to a head when I got arrested here. And so I'm sitting in the correctional facility with this first degree felony hanging over my head and I'm thinking, my life is over, there's no hope. Um, you know, there, there's nothing left for me to do. And I went into the shower in the correctional facility and I just started to confess everything to the Lord. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, whatever's left of me, you can have it. And uh, I'm telling you, I walked out of that shower clean on the other side. And um, I found a Bible in there and I started reading Romans. You can appreciate that, Bobby, Romans. Mm -hmm. So I started reading the book of Romans and um, I tell you, the first time I heard about Living Free Ministries and Tommy Wilson, I was eating a dinner plate, uh, a breakfast, a uh, Christmas dinner plate yeah. uh, on Christmas Day in the correctional facility, Alcorn County Correctional Facility, uh, and there was a sticker on the top of it that said Living Free Ministries. And uh, there was a guy in there that was uh, getting ready to go to a rehab, and he told me the name, Tommy Wilson. He said, Tommy Wilson and this ministry helped me get into a rehab uh, that I'll be going to soon, and, uh, you know, that was the first time I'd ever, I'd ever, ever heard of Living Free. And um, it was around April. Uh, I got arrested on December the 8th, 22. April, about around the first week of April, Tommy and Wesley Jackson came and spoke to me at, at while I was in jail. What's happening between the shower and when Tommy and Wesley showed up? Well, um, a lot of things. Uh, I mean, you grabbed Romans. That's a good start. <laughs> grabbed Romans. And uh, I started to realize as I read through Romans, um, one, just how wrong I had been and, and how I really was without excuses. Really, the first five chapters of Romans helped me start to take accountability for everything. I stopped making excuses. Um, I started to face up to my problems. And then... When I got into chapter six, seven, and eight, I started to realize that, hey, I'm living a completely new life now. The old Jake is dead. The new Jake has been raised to life with Christ. And I started walking in that because I had so much guilt and shame. Come on. I'm talking about so much guilt and shame that I'd been running from for my entire life. And I just, I had to let that go. And the Romans 8, 1, where it says, now therefore there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I clung on to that with dear life mm. because I just could not live with that guilt and shame anymore. Um, I'd ruined all my relationships with my family, um, my children, everybody. And uh, so I just clung on to that. Mm. And I started to realize that it's by reading the word, believing the word, and acting on that, that gives me the experience. I think before any time I ever had anything to do with God, you know, I wanted some magical thing to happen. And then I would believe the word and then I would live mm. the life out, you know, but it's actually the other way around. And um, I started living that and sharing it with other people. And as I was sharing, <laughs> sharing the gospel in jail is not exactly um, uh, the most popular thing to do. And by the way, in jail, isn't there a lot of opportunity to keep on in your old ways? Yes. For That's sure. the first thing Satan attacked me with is, look, man, you're, you're going to go to prison for at least 20 years. you got to get through this. Why not just always just continue to be the old Jake? Because that's going to be a whole lot easier than trying to live this new life. You can't do it. There's no way you can do it. And besides the fact, you're still that old Jake anyway. Man, and I thought, whoa, you know. That, that's good, Jake. That's exactly how Satan comes at us is we're that old man. That's all you've ever known. That's all yeah. you're ever going to know, and that's all you're ever going to be. Yep. But, but God has a different plan, and I love that, that verse in Romans there where there is no condemnation, and, and in that new creation, man. we can have peace. We can have that hope that we have in Christ, and, man, it's a yeah. well, what a great story. What a powerful story. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was amazing, uh, but it's not the most popular thing. And I didn't go around preaching to guys, you know. I just kind of took the opportunity as I would talk with guys or, you know, you know how it is. It's just like any other place. 
certain people are drawn to one another. You know, you meet guys that you have things in common with. And and I was sharing with the guys, you know, what the Lord had done for me. Mm. The gangs and the people that run the gangs weren't so uh, weren't so um, open to that. And so I went through a period of time where um, it it wasn't really a matter of of if. I was gonna get beat up or stabbed or, or hurt by the gangs, it was just when, you know? So, uh, and I went through that, you know, and I had to stand on, hey, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Yeah. Well, Christ yeah. had changed you. Yeah, it I changed mean, you. you. You really were a new creation. I was. I, the I, old Jake really had passed away. I started to see things uh, the way the Spirit sees it and be led by the Spirit, and so I, I stopped talking like I used to, um, I start. I wouldn't read anything except my Bible and Christian literature. Uh, I wouldn't look at anything on the television if it, you know, if the Spirit moved me like, hey, this this is not uh, what we do here anymore. Because um, I realized I was very easily influenced, and that being different and living a different life and being different than the other guys the other guys took notice of that and you know they said well this guy's a cop he's a co he's he's somebody they've planted in here and we're to bust us so and more beatings <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love what you said there yeah. jake though in in your infancy stage of your of yeah. your faith you were very intentional. The yeah. spirit had you being very intentional yeah. in the yeah. little things. You know, in the you, little were, you, yeah. you, you can't even watch that TV show. Yeah, you yeah. stayed secluded in your commitment to just yeah. reading God's sure. word or Christian literature. Yeah. Or you turn, you know, you turned away. Well, from there's the a laser focus that the Lord gives us That's when it. we're little, you know, yeah. and we just we're like little babies, right? Little babies just want to eat. And that's it. Yeah. And then, I mean, really, I mean, they eat and poop and sleep. And uh, but the only thing they actually want to do is eat. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um. So, uh, one more thing. So, then Tommy uh, and Wesley come, uh, and uh, what do you think about the Freedom Center, and how has it helped you in your walk with Jesus? Well, I, I stayed in jail until July the 11th. On July the 11th of this year, Wes came and picked me up from the correctional facility and took me to the Freedom Center. And I, ha I had a lot of people um, ask me, before I came, you know, well, you know, Pig, you've, you've been sober, you know, clean and sober these seven months. I mean, what do you need to go to rehab for now, you know? And I told them the same thing that I tell you guys, it's because I need to be discipled. And that, I really look at the Freedom Center not as a rehab, but as a discipleship program. Yeah. Because I need mature men like you guys in my life and then peers like Bubba to help me disciple me, you know? And I've finally come to the point in my life where I realize I can't just go get saved and, and have my Bible and just do me and everything be okay. That It's not going to be okay. Yeah, when God saves you, He saves you into a family. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, and, and He shows you quick that you actually need that family yeah. and that family needs you. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Jake, one of the things for sure going forward is is that we've seen the impact that the Lord has had on you, but we've seen the impact that you have on other guys. And so I've been proud just to see the leadership role that you've kind of blossomed into and started to step into at the Freedom Center because the guys, uh, you know, you, you, you've already been doing this for nine months. They can look at that and say, that's an encouragement. He's got a little more to say. He's a little more mature in his faith. And so the guys look to you for... Uh, insight and guidance especially understanding the scripture and reading that so i'm thankful for what's been going on in your life there at the freedom center we're going to take our last break and we'll come back to wrap up the uh the fourth segment of our show but we'll be right back Group is a full-service real estate agency located in downtown Corinth. Our agents service all of Northeast Mississippi and Southwest Tennessee, including the Pickwick Lake area. If you would like to talk real estate, please call or text us at 662-415-5922. 
You can also email us at info at wilcocorrent.com. You can also check out our website for some free content on the home buying or home selling process at wilcocorrent.com. Bain and Bowen, attorneys at law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen, attorneys at law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. If you live in Tishomingo, Belmont, Iuka, Burnsville, and the surrounding area, Gatlin's Pharmacy, 18 First Avenue in Tishomingo, is your one stop for all your pharmacy needs. Gatlin's Pharmacy has programs available that will save you time and money. They offer a discount program that is unique to our area. Do you have a parent or loved one who needs help keeping up with their medicines? Gatlin's Pharmacy will do the work for you. They will package your prescriptions for date and time and deliver them to you. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605. Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson here at Car and Mattress Furniture Outlet right here on Highway 72. Man, it's a great time of the year. Fall is up on us. College football has started, so let me help you fall into a new recliner with $100 off of it today. We also have the largest selection of mattresses in North Mississippi. Come on by and let me save you money on it. We also have delivery and financing options available, and folks, don't forget, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals. Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. Welcome back to... <laughs> They're looking at me like, hey, say something. I'll spend time in. Say something. <laughs> so uh, welcome back to our show. Hope we're wrapping it up. And uh, we are just been tickled about uh, the guys that are here. Uh, we love it uh, when <coughs> guys graduate. And uh, as we told you last week, only 37% of the guys do. Yeah. And uh, so when we see guys that are going to graduate, we're tickled at what the Lord has done uh, in their hearts and lives. And, and uh well, but in a couple of weeks, you guys are going to be having to do do the uh, the real thing, which is to go back in that mean old world. And <laughs> and uh, Bubba, you're going to be going back to some really cool support that you've already wrapped around you. Tell us about it. Well, you know, when I get out of here, I'm I'm definitely going to continue my walk with the Lord, getting the church and everything, because that's one thing that already I'll, has a church family that he's church, going yeah, to. Yeah, my cousin Amanda and Blake. You know, I've done decided I'm going to go with them to Crossroads in Boonville. And, awesome. Uh, awesome. And one thing I'm looking forward to is when I first got here, my mother had been in, she was in jail. And uh, I got down on my knees one day and, you know, I prayed, prayed, God, you know, please help her out in the situation she's in. The very next day, I called my dad, asked him what was he doing. He said, well, I'm going to see your mother. They're moving her from jail to rehab. I was like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, she was always big on, you know, me wanting to go to church with her and everything. So when she gets out, the first thing I'm doing is I'm getting her back into church. I'm going to you know, sit there and study the Bible with her, get her back into church. And that's one thing I'm looking forward to doing. Went to the drug dealer with her. Now you're going to no, go I'm, to church I'm with her. I'm her back into church. That's and take the journey together with your mom. That's wonderful. Amen. Amen. And I, know, I know she'll love that. Yeah, well, that, that is that's super awesome. He he said that she used to always tell him to get into church, and and he'd like, Mom, we're doing drugs together. What you talking about? <laughs> and she kind of knew that there mm -hmm. that there was another way, but they were both stuck and needed Jesus. And so, uh, I really look forward to meeting her too. I uh, uh, in the next couple <clears throat> weeks or months. Jake, what's going on with you, bro? Um, well, I just I was thinking what Bubba said with his mother, I mean, just the impact men have on their families is is huge. Whether you have children, you're married or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, as men, we're spiritual leaders and and we need to um, be in that role. But um, 
I've still got some legal uh, things that need to be straightened out with the Lord's help and Wesley and, and Tommy and Nick Bain um, has helped me tremendously. Nick has, uh, the Lord's used Nick and Tommy and Wes and these guys to um, really be a blessing to me and, and help me in my situation. But uh, there's still things that I have to be held accountable for. And But one thing I'm gonna do is like Bubba said, I'm gonna continue to walk with the Lord. He's brought me this far and, and he didn't bring me this far just to <coughs> abandon me. Um, and everything's a test, you know, as we go through stuff. Um, I look at it as a challenge. Um, and he's going to see me out on the other side. Uh, and I'm going to continue to be a part of Living Free Ministries um, one way or the other. I was, like I said, I was a transient. I was homeless when I was incarcerated. And Corinth has really uh, become my home. Um, and, and the Freedom Center and Living Free, um, they've really become my family. You guys, uh, y'all are my fathers and my brothers and my mentors and my friends. Bubba's helped me so much. Uh, he got here the day after I got here, so me and him have walked this whole thing out together, and, and he's a great guy. And uh, I just, I'm just going to continue to uh, keep living the life. One of the great things that I'm, that I'm excited about, I guess, in your story, Jake, is, and Tommy references it off, often, is whenever takers become givers. You know, oftentimes throughout our addiction and, and our prideful life of sin we're living in, we are nothing but takers, and we're taking advantage of any situation we can get our claws in. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the second stage of your life where you get to become a giver. And I've already started seeing that as you've started giving your time back to the guys and you started giving encouragement. And the Lord really blessed you in that. So I, I, this next season of life, Jake, I'm, I'm excited to see mm -hmm. your contribution around the Freedom Center. As you said, you're going to stick around the Freedom Center. We're going to have you there with us uh, just indefinitely going forward. Uh, we're going to just let the, the Lord work in his time with your legal fees, which I, I feel like will work themselves out. And in time, uh, you know, you never know what the future holds, but you do know who holds the future. And so we're just going to trust in that and uh, watch you start to give back to your brothers that are in the struggle. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Bubba, mm -hmm. you uh, so you're going to get into church there with your with your cousin. My cousin. Get your get your mother uh, back involved with mm -hmm. the Lord. I think you got a sister that you guys have been working on trying to get. Uh, get into a place of, of reconciliation yeah. and some hope? I think when she sees me and how well I've done, because yeah. you know, we were both sick there, dope sick, and she was scared to come off of it because she don't want to go through that again. And I, or, I think when she sees me and how much weight I've gained and how much better I feel. And how much weight I, have you gained, Bubba? Well, I was, what, 145 when I come in. Now I'm 200, so was it 55 pounds? Yep, that's the he's trending right right along right perfectly with the old feed them center motto that we we feed them well, treat them well, love them well, and send them out full of hope and joy. And five pounds a week if you'd like a weight gain program. Uh, we we are we average five pounds a week at the Freedom Center, and you're welcome to it. I'm always excited when the guys come in and they're they're like they're on that. They're on the food, they're eating, they're gaining, they're gaining. But then we get closer to the end of it, and I start seeing it through some truthful eyes. You know, I, I'm kind of just laughing about it at first, and I'm like, all right, you better pump the brakes. We're going to start It's finna start getting real because, you know, most of the time we're a little older now, so that weight don't come off like it used to. So we get to a point where it's like, yeah, you look pretty comfortable now. You might already start uh, being a little more conscious of what you're eating because I and, and I, I laugh about it, but I dealt with that in my own journey. Like whenever I got rid of the drugs and the cigarettes and all that stuff, I found myself eating all the time. And sometimes that can be a stumbling block. So we try to, you know, we encourage the guys to eat and, and come back to life and get healthy. But then we also start to encourage the guys to be moderate about it and, uh, you know, to start to take care of their bodies. We take them to the gym for an hour every day, even, and then we've gotten to where we're starting to let them care themselves on the days we don't. Uh, Philip King up here at Adrenaline Fitness lets us bring the guys there, and he's been a... Thanks, Philip. Philip Speaking man, of su supporters and sponsors, oh, that's awesome. just well, he, letting our kids, our guys come up there and work out and having a place to... Incredible. 
place to uh, burn some adrenaline off and, and uh, you know, kind of feel good about themselves. Uh, that's a real blessing. Thanks, Philip, a lot. Well, that's it, Bobby. We uh, we went to – he's been behind the scenes the whole time. From day one, I went to him and said, you know, we want to carry our guys up here. What do we need to do? How do we need to do it? What are, Payment-wise or whatever. And we already had some memberships there. He said, as long as you're going to bring them, man, and they're trying to help themselves and do better, you just bring them. And man, that that's been a blessing to us the whole time because and that's the thing about Bubba is he. I mean, he came in looking like Jack from A Nightmare Before Christmas, but all his weight has been muscle. I mean, now he looks like he's playing wide receiver for the Titans. So yeah. can I say this? When I first come in, I had a bunch of medium shirts. Oh Lord! Uh, yeah, those those. Yeah, I, I was trying to time. put them on the other that's day, it. and uh, <laughs> Jake said, "Bub, you know it's about time to go up." I was like, "No, man, I think I'm in a large." He said, "No, you're not in a large anymore either, bro. You you're in an XL." I said, "Nope, I, I think I still got it." I refuse. It's a medium. He said, "You're in an XL now." So everybody's been giving me like extra large shirts and everything now. Yes, yeah, so, got them guns. So we uh, we start to encourage the guys there, Bobby, to start to really take not just spiritual care of themselves but to take physical emotional you know just uh have a well-rounded approach at what they're going to do in the next phase of life and i'm excited at what the lord's began in both of these two men and excited to see what's going forward we uh, say often that you're graduating the freedom center but you do not graduate living free and we're gonna hold you to that bubble we hope you come back and uh Spend time with us. You know Jake will be there with us. So you've got plenty of back. reasons. you got at least eight eight other reasons over there in the Freedom Center to come back because we are full right now. we got nine guys total, and uh, you guys are a team. And uh, I say it often back there. There's only – program's only as good as you guys are back there. We, uh, we're going to encourage you and kind of just shape the, the perimeters of the program, but it, how it works inside the confines of – of the building there that's all on y'all and we've had a very fun group there too yeah, yeah. good group good group let me give you a promise from the lord uh because like this i i wish it depended on you guys but it actually uh if it depends on y'all you're in trouble well, <clears throat> here's what god says that the one who began a good work in you is faithful and he will keep that good work up even until the day of Christ Jesus. So one of the things that you can always lean back into and rest back into, no matter, the trials are going to come. If you remember, you know, uh, even Jesus' great disciples, you know, they stumbled. And, but the trials are going to come. Uh, but the, the one who saved you is faithful. Mm. And he's always going to be there. And he's always going to be leading you and guiding you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He's always going to be lighting the path. He's always, he is your hope. He'll always be your hope. He's always, no matter what situation, you know, when you were in jail, he was your light. And he, he kept your heart close to him. And he kept you from watching TV shows. And, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, he's faithful. Mm. He shows up. He knows you're going to get beat. He's faithful, yeah. right? That's he good. don't care, yeah, right? He's yeah. faithful. And so please, please remember that the one who saved you is faithful, and he doesn't give up on you. Bubba, your sister sent us a, a message here that said it's uh, April, Bubba's favorite sister. So thankful for the Freedom Center. We'll never be able to repay you guys for the guidance and support you received there. But we love you, Bubba, and can't wait for you to get home. Yeah. So Thank you, you got April. That support love you. At home. That's awesome. She's seen me at my worst, yeah. Amen. Thankful for but family. When I first got here, somebody told me, Matthew told me, said, every answer is Jesus. And That's it. it is actually Well, true. we got to close with prayer. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We have uh, Living Free tonight, 6 o'clock. Rocky's going to share. Kossuth Methodist will feed a meal. If you have time, get out there. Let's, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we're just thankful for the day, thankful for the opportunity to work with men like Bubba and Jake, and thankful for what you're doing in their lives, what you're doing in our lives, and around the community. Lord, we love you, and we want more of you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.